Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 144 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. This is a part two of basically pitching to the media and getting visibility for your business with Allison Carter. So if you have not listened to part one, which was last week's episode, definitely be sure to listen to that first, just so you can kind of get the right order of the episodes and information that we're sharing on this episode. So um, on this episode, again, it's just a continued conversation of last week's um, conversation because we had so much fun talking about PR, pitching to the media, getting features, mistakes that people make, um, visibility, showing up authentically, how sharing your story will help people buy from you. We had such a great conversation that we just recorded a really long episode and we thought, you know what, let's put this baby up into two episodes. So these are really, really great episodes if you're looking to just really understand, you know, one of the things I talk about all the time is like marketing and visibility. And if you want visibility for your business, you have to do things beyond Instagram. Instagram is only going to get you so far. And you guys know I preach, preach, preach like the thing, do the things that help you get visibility tomorrow, next year, the year after. And those are things like SEO, focusing on email marketing, you know, having a great affiliate program, like PR, media, anything that helps you get on Google, um, blogging, things like that. And what we talk about in these two episodes are 100% like ways to get organic free traffic that does not involve social media. So fantastic episodes. Um, Grab your coffee, grab your wine. It's going to be a great episode. I know we need to talk about an affiliate program. Yes. Keep in mind for gift guides, especially that is going to set yourself apart from someone that is not like having an affiliate program, especially when it comes to influencers and bloggers. And now a lot of editors of publications are now also getting kickbacks from um, from affiliates that they're finding and putting in the gift guides they write. Mm-hmm. It is something to consider. Um, doesn't have to be a high percentage, but it definitely is something to consider for a larger like publications gift guide. A, chances are they are going to say no if you don't have an affiliate program. Um, and so it is something like affiliately, I think is 16 bucks a month to, and they have a long trial. So even if you just mm-hmm. joined it for the holiday season now and just use that trial or paid $16, but at least you had that to offer in your pitch email to say like, Hey, would love to put my skincare in this upcoming gift guide for women that you're working on. I have an affiliate link here's the link for you to add to your article, yada, yada, yada. I think it would be super beneficial for your audience. You remember, it's all about them. It's not about you. So you have some features. 
in your gift guide pitch, you have a link to three high res resolutions. So they don't even have to come back to you for that. You've already done the work for them. They are able to pick the photo that they want to include. They've got the link already in the email, bada bing, bada boom, like we're in business, you did the work for them. Um, So those are just some things to think about when it's like, okay, I can reach out to someone. This is swallowing the nervousness of approaching someone and being proactive in a conversation. And really that's what it comes down to. Like if they're not going to come to you. So don't think that they're going to come to you unless you have this like viral moment or something like that, that we're all like chasing and, you know, crossing our fingers every time we push post. If that doesn't happen, chances are you need to seek out these opportunities for yourself. And that comes with some nerves and that comes with some hesitation. And that comes with a lot of imposter syndrome about, I don't think I'm ready, or I'm not sure I'm big enough, or I don't think mm-hmm. my product is you know, good enough for that person's gift guide, or I, I can't do my candles because every freaking gift guide is going to have Valespa. Like, how can I compete? Like, you don't know unless you ask or you creatively come up with a way to do a lot of heavy lifting for the person and be willing to do the work. Like almost every article that I've ever been featured in in my business, and I've been featured in a lot, and I've been featured in a lot of fancy places. You can go to my website and see all the logos. I have written almost every damn article that I have ever been featured in for the editor whose name is listed as the writer. It's all my writing because I do the work for them. And that's something that sets me apart. And that's something that continues to have them come back to me because they know I'm going to give them a high quality article. It's going to be packed with value. It's going to be personality like put forward and it's going to be written for them. So one last thing they need to do to get that article out. They need a couple tweaks, add a couple links here and there. They're done. I did the majority of the work. And so you also need to be thinking, this is a marketing strategy and marketing takes work. Mm-hmm. Putting a reel together takes work. So instead of spending that hour, it takes to find the audio and then scroll through your phone to find the pictures or take that video or take 50,000 takes with your timer and then the post the thing and then the <laughs> caption that what the hell am I going to do with the hashtag? And then, oh my God, that took so long and I got 426 likes. I'm so annoyed. Oh my God, 400 likes. That's a lot now. <laughs> So, okay. Okay. 46 and (laughs) damn it. And then you're thinking, oh my God, I could have done so much else in that time. Like that brought nothing. And it just like went off into the abyss or you could write a pitch that could get in front of thousands of people targeted and ready to buy something because it's the holiday season and increase your traffic to your website playing with your conversion rate and watch the sales come in all for free. And you get featured in a credible place that you can then put on your logo to build more credibility with the people coming to your website and with your audience. Oh, wow. She got featured in Forbes. Dang. I should probably trust that her advice that she has. Wow. Her box was in Martha Stewart. Well, I mean, Queen Martha is like pretty big. Like if Martha Stewart and her people like her subscription box, I probably would too that matters. Like, uh, like the queen Martha's stamp of approval for a celebration and party business was huge for my business. Like that was really yeah. a huge marker of success for me because I had built in trust from these people. And so when you're thinking like, wow, I was in a Buzzfeed roundup for best 
gifts for teachers. Like BuzzFeed's a credible source. Like mm-hmm. think of those places or I was featured on, you know, whatever, like a bigger blog or parents, parents online publication put my book in their gift guide for stocking stuffers. Like it's well known. It matters. Like it is a vanity metric to a capacity because some of those logos on your site, like, yes, they will do big things for you in terms of traffic. And I have link backs and all of these things, but at the end of the day, they set yourself apart just one little notch because it's like, Ooh, Mm -hmm. here's a box that maybe is newer. Their Instagram small is kind of following. They don't have any logos on their site. They don't really have a lot of testimonials or wow, here's a box who has all kinds of logos from people I recognize and brands and, and like major news people that I recognize and a lot of reviews and a lot of testimonials and uh, a still kind of a decent Instagram follower, not that big of a deal, but wow, these people have put their stamp of approval behind her. So that creates trust. So I'm going to try a box and see for myself what I think. Oh my gosh. Okay. I feel like I have a lot of things to point out. Are we, are we unpacking our suitcase more? (laughs) Yes. Because I want to highlight like one main thing. And like, again, we're talking about pitching and all that. But in the end, if you are a direct to consumer business, when someone goes to your website and they're like, Ooh, this looks a little dodgy. I'm not sure they will not buy from you. And what, what those little logos or icons do when you have on your website as seen in, and you have Forbes, BuzzFeed, um, whatever, Mariah Carey's gift guide, um, mm-hmm. that makes people think your bi- your business is likely bigger than it is. And that's fine. Yeah. Like we want our business yeah. to look way bigger than it is because mm-hmm. then people are like, ooh, I have to buy. Mm-hmm. And even now, mm-hmm. as like I've had, you know, businesses now for six and a half years, when I go to a website and I'm scrolling through and I see like, oh, has, you know, featured in people, this, 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 and this. It's even though I'm aware of what those things are, it still makes me want to like, I'm like, oh, I want to buy. It just makes you pause. And it makes you think like, oh, it it gives you like a second, a minute to like second think or not second guess, but like take a second to think further about them. And so, yes, we want our businesses to be very credible like that. We want we're in business for a reason. We are making an impact in our community. We are making money like we are running businesses, not hobbies. And so we want to be credible sources when it comes to that. I, I wanted to be, so did you, a well-known subscription box in the field. I wanted to be the box that parents would go to. Like I wanted to be that household name box. Mm-hmm. Goals changed and bye-bye that. But still, like, and now, like now, even for what I'm doing now with teaching businesses about visibility and PR and showing up in their messaging, like, Mm-hmm. I still need those logos on my site because they c- completely prove that I know how to pitch the media and get featured in the media for my business to grow it. So if I can do that for me and my clients, then I can also help you do that too. And so those markers are still massive success markers for me and they make a ton of credibility. And mm-hmm. so also when other people are going to look at you, not even your customers, but if you're pitching like another out, another gift guide place or another publication or a podcast host or something like that, who wants to get to maybe know you a little bit more before they say yes, they're Mm -hmm. also going to see that. And they're like, okay, well, I mean, if Forbes said yes to her, like, I think maybe we should consider this person a little bit more like 
it does help. So we want to be that big business, but we don't want to lose the personality and the authenticity and who we are as the face of our business. There's that line because we don't want to be the fancy, fancy, schmancy person who's not relatable, but we want to instead use that as credible while remaining relatable. Does that make sense? Yes. It's like the, yeah, it's perfect. Can you just talk quickly on some of the mistakes that you see when it comes to, because I know there's a lot of pitching mistakes. Yeah. I have a uh, pitching checklist um, that goes through the do's and don'ts of pitching. Um, I'll like, that's my free download thing also. So you guys can go do that. But number one pitch is they make it about themselves. That's the number one nail in the coffin. Um, I have a book all of my book is so fancy. Like I'm a fancy author and you should bow down at my feet and you would be so lucky to have me on your podcast. (laughs) That is the number one mistake that people make. They, they have to sell themselves and they actually really don't your value and what you're providing should sell you. So you don't have to sell yourself. So when you're starting your podcast, really, you only get two links. That's it. Like, and if you're a a gift guide, you get three. So you are going to say I'm blank founder of blank. And I help blank do blank by blank. Like that's your thing. That's, that's all you get to describe yourself. So then that parameter helps you not say, and then I did this and then I did this and I also did this. And then I was featured in this. And then I have to see me on stage here. Like, (laughs) so, and then when it says I'm Allison Carter of Allison Carter celebrates, Allison Carter is going to be linked to my most credible social media, which at this point is Instagram. If that is TikTok for you, definitely add TikTok. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my Allison Carter celebrates going to link to my website, hyperlink. That's it. If you are a gift guide, you get to have a link to that Dropbox that we talked about earlier with those high resolution images, but it's a Dropbox or a Google link. It is not attachments to an email. Attachments to an email immediately spam. No one will open an unknown attachment to an email. They will think you will ruin their whole life. So don't add an attachment to an email ever. Only a link to a Google Drive or a Dropbox. I've totally Um, made that mistake. Yeah, (laughs) many people do. Um, so that's another mistake that people do, especially <laughs> product-based businesses like when my they want massive to ask, high-res photos. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Carrie's trying to take us down. They're gonna buy virus all of the Meredith publishing house. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so that is a big mistake too. So then I the other mistake, the most common mistake, and it's the heat. Well, I've got you. One is the easiest tweak that you can make in this pitch is to have contractions instead of saying full words because they come across as conversational. And so, especially if you're pitching a podcast, which is very conversational, everybody Mm -hmm. listening can clearly see my personality. Like I have a big personality. I'm silly. I'm funny. I'm sarcastic. I think I'm a comedian when I'm not, but that's what happens when you're by yourself all day, only talking to yourself. So then like you can tell. So I, there's no way that I could pitch a podcast crazy buttoned up. Like I am Alison Carter and I am like, it just is weird because it's not how I talk. And so I am able to write in the way that I talk. And a lot of that comes from contraction. So that's such a simple little tweak that you can do in your emails to like anybody, even your Instagram captions in making them sound more conversational instead of feeling like you have to write them all out. And so it's natural to write the words like five paragraph essay style, like we did in sophomore lit. 
Um, but we don't want to do that when it comes to captions and emails and things like that, because we are having a conversation with all of our people and especially pitches. So if I showed up on my podcast uh, from a buttoned up pitch and I wasn't like that and I was like, mm-hmm. what up, fuckers? And they're like, whoa. <laughs> Who are you? Like you were very polished Polly in that pitch. And now you're like crazy lady that does not make any sense. Like, (laughs) oh my God, you're making me cry because I'm laughing so hard. What's up? I feel like I want to go on someone's podcast and say that just to see what they like, just to see their reaction. (laughs) Would you die? I just did a podcast interview where I had to be a little bit more on my best behavior. Not from my pitch because I still she she even emailed me back and was like, your pitch was so fun to read. I'm like, I cannot wait to have a conversation with you and learn more. So my personality totally worked. But just through gauging the conversation, I just felt like I did have to like, I know you very, very well. So I can be a little (laughs) bit more my actual authentic self. Um, But when it comes to that contractions, super easy. So write it all down and then read through one time and just contraction contractionalize them a little bit more like to go through so in your edit of a pitch or an email or an instagram caption just switch a couple of them and then you'll read it and you'll be like oh that sounds so much more natural so that's first easy pack second one is people do not run, um, end their pitch with confidence a lot of pitches that i get you get probably mm. that i read from the people that i work with Thank you so much for considering. I really hope that we get to connect. Like, no, bitch. Like, we're in already. (laughs) Like, looking forward to talking. Let me know what time that works for you and we could get it on the calendar. Can't wait to show up on your podcast and serve your audience. So excited to, like, help your, your buyers get, nail their holiday gifts early this year. Like, let me know what you need from me. Confidence matters because Mm -hmm. confidence plays into the credibility bucket because credible people, experts in their field, legit CEOs of businesses are confident AF. And so if you're playing small in that closing line of your pitch, you lose a lot of faith. So you have them, you have them, you have them. And then little mouse, you're out like, no, like you need to show up confident. And it's a simple sentence of looking forward to chatting. Can't wait to hear from you waiting and willing and we'll do whatever you want for me to get in this gift guide, but like show up and close that with assertiveness. And that those are like mistakes that I see, but two simple, super easy, like tweaks that you can do. You could even do that in your emails to your customers. I love that. I like the ending part too, because I do agree with you. And, you know, you helped me with my amazing podcast. So I joined Allison's Mastermind in the winter to like learn more about um, pitching because that's not something like I've pitched a little bit, but it's not something I consider myself to be very qualified in. So, yeah. um, and for my business, I wanted to be in more podcasts. So I was like, okay, I need your help. Please help. Um, I need to be in Pat Flynn's podcast. So, we're going to make that happen. Um, but anyway, like we retooled a pitch that I did and and now we have, I have two pitches and I think they're really fucking good. And literally when I first started, they were pretty, they were terrible. And all the mistakes that she's talking about are pretty much like what my pitches were. And um, it does make a difference. And I have gone, I haven't pitched too much yet. I'm going to work on it 
starting today. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But you've gotten a lot more yeses than yes. I just, I, it's one of those things where it's like, and I've had this conversation with you. It's just, I need to allocate time. I just need to put it in my schedule and I've not been good with that, but it is a priority for me. And like now that, um, you know, I've launched a few things that I want to, I'm going to be making more effort with PR and pitching, but, um, but yeah, I have gotten more yeses than no's, which is great. I mean, I've gotten some no's too, but like, you know, and that's the other thing too, that I want to mention when people get, when people don't respond to your pitch, they're like, Oh, I, sh- I know they hate me. I'm never going to pitch again. Like I feel, I don't know if you get that with people, but I know like a lot of people that are in my little circle, they uh, tend to get discouraged after like mm-hmm. one pitch. So yeah. any words yeah. of encouragement yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slash kick in the butt, like give people a kick in the butt right now. If you're going to be a, like, if you pitch once or you send one email and they don't respond to you, what can people do? Yes. So uh, I have a membership all about this called Basic Pitch Club. And so many people are like, I tried it one pitch. Like that pitching doesn't work for me. Like I don't get yeses. And I'm like, one, your pitch (laughs) is not good. (laughs) So you need some help with the pitch. So let's work on that first. And then two, one pitch does not mean you tried this strategy. Yeah. 25 pitches, then come back and talk to me. Like, if you're getting a no and you send out 20 plus pitches, there's a <laughs> clue. <laughs> like, let's see, probably something's not real good with your pitch. Like we need to figure what that is. But the more you put out there, the more you get yeses. That's like probability third grade math. Like the more you do it, the more things come back. And so this is one of those things where it is a long game and it is an annoying game. And like, you're not copying and pasting pitches when you're working with me. And if you do work with me, you don't get to work with me anymore because that's dragging my name through the mud. And we don't do that in ACC land because it's not an authentic pitch to the person that you're pitching. So this takes a freaking hell of a lot of time. It does. But it's one of those things that right now in my community, we're ending the year. And so I am really pushing my people to not be so much of the social focus, show up on stories, hundred percent stories, sell more than anything on your Instagram. So if you show up on your stories, then Mm -hmm. stories lead to DMS, DMS lead to sales. So I want my people to take the gas off posts, show up on stories that are very quick. And I want them focusing on their holiday content, their emails, their pitches, because those are the things that are going to lead and have that direct ROI more than spending that time on that Instagram post that's going to die after the day that it's posted, because it's very rare for us to get repeat views, onesies, twosies, threesies, foursies, when it comes to like the people seeing views after that initial day that it gets posted. TikTok, I will say that's different. Like you can have your older videos, but still rare. And so that's what I'm really trying to get people to that are working with me right now is to look at long game things. How can we take this end of the year? And we'll find we have our Black Fridays and stuff like that for all the product people. Yes, you are shipping orders, you are doing gifts, gift, 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 gift. But how can you be working on your people? and getting them to buy the most amount of stuff. And then right now thinking, okay, what's going to be the biggest bang for my buck in terms of volume of things that I could be putting out. 
So how can I take that email and turn that into a pitch? Or how can I like pitch this gift guide and I'm going to copy and paste it and I'm going to have 10 gift guides and I'm going to set out. So I'm going to block out two hours of my day that would maybe be dedicated to posting reels and TikToks and engaging and or mindlessly scrolling. So that two, two hours, I'm going to block out like it's a call with my coach, like it's a call with my, like my mentors or a client or something like that. And I'm going to send out all of those 10 gift guide pitches and I'm going to copy and paste the bulk of the pitch and I'm going to change out the connection piece and God forbid the name, like change the name of the person that you are pitching. And then your connection piece of like, oh my gosh, I love the gift guide you did last year or I'm going to go on Harrow and I'm going to find some gift guides to pitch from there. And then you're going to send them out. So then right there, you just had in two hours, you did 10 pieces of content that 10 chances to get a yes back is a million times easier and better than one chance to get a yes and then getting discouraged that you didn't hear from anything. Also, don't be afraid of a no because a no is better than a ghost any day because you got a response. So if you get a response, yay, it goes yes, no, ghost. That's the level of responses that we want in level of importance. And so when you get a no, you have a contact now that is actually opening your email. So you can go back with and say, is there another angle that you would like find beneficial? Is this just not something that is anywhere on your radar? Is there another time or story that like we could consider working together? A ghost, you have to play the follow-up game and all things like that. But so don't get discouraged by the no's, like get excited that you have now an actual person that you can remain in contact with, or you can continue building a relationship with and talking to and just, you know, connecting with a a normal, but I do not want anybody getting discouraged by PR doesn't work for me Mm -hmm. until they have sent out at minimum 25 pitches and they have not gotten one. Yes. Do not come to me like with that, unless you're actually wanting to work with me, then come on down. But if you have doing are doing this by yourself with no help and you are still under that 25 mark, you do not have proof of concept yet. And so you can't say this doesn't work because why aren't you saying this doesn't work on your Instagram? Because hello, who's excelling at that right now? (laughs) (laughs) And I just have one more thing and we can make it quick. The whole like, and I know that you get the same emails. I feel like they just Instagram DM a million people the same, like that weird, like magazine cover. I don't know what it's called, but like, yes, people yeah. or I don't know what it's called future. And it's like the same fucking yeah. girl or guy on every single one. They're like 30 want- under 30 in their thirties or something yes. like that. We're yeah. featuring the well, 30 of- most successful under thirties. Yeah. Or Run like, for Yahoo, the hills. Yahoo finance. I know that's one that I've gotten like a million. Um, do you ever, I know I already know your answer, but I just want other people to hear it. Cause I get people in my membership always ask me, Oh, I got pitched for this. Should I pay? When people get these paid for PR paid for PR, I don't know what it's called. Um, what are your thoughts? Like, yes or no? <laughs> Hard no, run, run for the hills. Like it's that uh, audio that's like, nah, 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 nah. run, like that's what it needs to be. So uh, no, you do not. I've never, ever, ever, ever once paid for any PR spot that I have ever gotten uh, mm-hmm. featured in outside of a potential affiliate payout for a gift guide, which is way different because you landed that spot organically. And then just you have the residual payout like you would anything else that's an affiliate. That is the only time that you will should ever pay any sort of money for any sort of PR spot. 
you are able to get so many features organically for free, just will take some work. So those paid things are hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. And it also super slimy and inauthentic because anybody who pays, they're not looking at your business. They're not looking at your website. They're not looking at your testimonials. They're not looking at anything to make those coaches the most successful, impactful coaches of 2023. They're not, they're only taking payment. And so I would never soil my reputation in that way by shoving myself on an inauthentic gross list like that. That's just people that are wanting to pay for something. Um, and so there's all, there's a huge like downside to that link back that you will get or that logo that you will put on your website that you have earned totally inauthentically. And so my answer is a big fat no, never do not pass go, do not collect $200 and do not pay $300. <laughs> well, I remember with Dapper Dog, someone emailed me and they were like, oh, we're going to, we would love to get your brand featured on. Like, I, I'm going to forget who they mentioned, but like, let's say Martha Stewart and like all the big media companies. And yeah. I want to say they were trying to charge me like 20 grand. Like, oh, and, yeah. and PS and small like asterisks at the bottom, we cannot guarantee any features. <laughs> Okay, yes. go F yourself. Um, yeah. With that being said, there are some instances that are like press events. So mm-hmm. for product-based business, it depends. This is something if this ever happens to you, 100% DM me and we can chat it out and I can look over terms and stuff like that for anybody that's listening. But there are some press events that product-based businesses get invited to participate in and you do sort of have to like buy your spot, but there's a, there's certain events that happened at certain times of years that public publishing houses put on and then all of their editors come into like the room. So let's take Meredith, for example, Meredith has a lot of, of publications under them, better homes and gardens, real simple, Martha, like all things like that. And so a bunch of products will be in a room having their tables kind of like an expo or something like that. And it will be a big press event where you get to get in front of editors and like buyers, introduce yourself, have your product, showcase it, probably give some stuff away for free, different things like that. That is a different instance than like getting my product featured on a gift guide. So that in that way, you are getting your product in front of like, Drew Barrymore show for an in-house segment or something like that. Like a bunch of TV producers just did something that a client of mine was considering. They are all very credible people in one room. So that is something to discuss. I would consider that some of my marketing budget and I would heavily consider that if I got approached from something like that or if I saw an opportunity, but I would not if I like didn't recognize the name, if I didn't talk to somebody actually on the phone, if I didn't like see past testimonials from like events or talk to other brands that have participated or something like that, I would still want to feel it out before I paid to go to that event. But that is my only caveat ever to a product like paying for something. And they're not guaranteed like a feature on Drew Barrymore show, but If you can get in front of actual people in person, I mean, we already know the power of in-person experiences. Like it, it could potentially have really great 
markers for building that business. But that is a rare incident and like a very niche thing. And if that ever happens to you and you're ever considering it, then just DM me and then we can chat fast. Awesome. So much good stuff. Good. You are, you just have so much good stuff to share. Um, yeah, I feel like I could ask you and Lane more questions, but I know that we are. Part two, coming in hot. It's <laughs> probably a two-parter episode. <laughs> I am um, here for anything you need. I really like, at the end of the day, recap wise, I want people to show up as themselves. I really want people to be comfortable showcasing that silly thing or choosing one thing that they like want to be known for. Like I had a bunch of people DM me about the Mariners losing because they know that Hudson is so invested in the Mariners. And so that's something that's just like, you know, something so small that has nothing to do what I do, but my people have watched my babies grow up. My people like have like watched so many milestones happen in my house and my, and my life that they're invested in my story and what's going on. I get tagged in Bravo memes. Like that's something that I have associated with my brand and nothing to do with my brand, just me as a person. So what is something that you can kind of identify as this marker that maybe you want to just start talking about or like, you know what? I really love the bachelor. Like I'm going to start talking about like what it is, or like, I'm going to start talking about who I like, or let's have a watch party this season or something like, just something silly, like Margs, like crisp rosé, like the beach, like whatever, like find something that you, maybe you share what you're reading, like just for fun, or like maybe you're reading like a spicy book and maybe you want to invite people into that realm of your life. Like any wrecks, like, you know, like just kind of start having that be part of what, how you're showing up because the more and more you do that, the more comfortable you get to open, continue to open. And then I really want people knowing that PR is not an unattainable strategy that is just for like people further along than beginners. I got featured in Forbes less than a year after starting my business. I had a very small following, but it was something I committed to doing something I was consistent at and it started paying off and snowballed into bigger things. And so you do not have to have this crazy established presence and fanciness about you. It is really about content and the way that you show up to serve other people, which we literally should be doing every day in our business anyways. Now it's just building relationships so you can show up and serve for other people's audience in the same way that you should be serving your own audience day after day after day. So don't think that you're too small. It's not a no until it's a no could totally be a yes. You're literally not losing anything because you already are not featured in that gift guide. So if you don't get a yes, then you didn't lose anything. Like you're still at the same place that you were, but you could, you could totally get a yes. That could open so many other opportunities and relationships and doors to snowball, to really build something awesome. And that's really what we're freaking working towards and clawing our way to every single day, doing this like slog of a job like this is hard and this takes so much work and it is so frustrating we're constantly banging our head against the wall so like if social media is not working for you right now try something new try something else try adding another strategy that is also free and also a lot more credible Mm -hmm. to your marketing like thing try it out for a quarter try it out for a month see what happens like that's what i'm asking I love it so much. 
Tell everyone where they can find you and how can people work with you if they want some support. Uh, Allison Carter celebrates anywhere. Instagram is where I hang out the most. You can follow my stories, all my like shenanigans and kid randomness and all the things is over there. Come shout me out and see if you're also following BravoCon right now and wishing that you didn't go to New York a week earlier than, you know, the mothership that's happening right now. Real sad. Um, and then uh, I have a membership called the Basic Pitch Club, and it is a good time. We are filled with good time people, and we talk about all of this stuff. And I really challenge you. We just finished a podcast challenge where everyone is pitching twenty podcasts. Um, we're talking about holiday content, so kind of have a lot of coaching and live calls and feedback on actual pitches. My eyeballs on pitches before you send them out. Um, things like that. So that is fun. Carrie inspired me, pushed me out of my comfort zone to do a membership. And I'm very grateful because I'm having a blast with that. Um, and then, yeah, I've got a free uh, checklist. Like I talked about, you can find that on my Instagram bio or Carrie can put it in the show notes, whatever, but that has all the do's and don'ts of sending out your basic pitches, um, to your new besties that you're going to form relationships with and that are just going to be dying to feature you over and over and over and over. Amen. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. Well, thank you so much. So good to have you on here and yeah, so much good information. <laughs> good. Thank you for having me. Yay. I believe in everybody listening. Go get them. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much and I'll see you guys next week.